Welcome to Risk Roundup. While passwords have become a part of everyday life, the debate remains whether passwords are a secure means of authentication and whether we should even continue using passwords. Irrespective of whether we use passwords or not, the reality remains that a digital global age has brought us a need for secure login and authentication protocol for websites, for email accounts, for social media accounts, for bank banking accounts, smartphones, ATM pin numbers, home security system alarm codes, and so much more. This is mainly because individuals and entities across nations, its government industries, organizations, and academia are accessing digital services through all these different you know, mediums, websites, emails, phone, mobile applications, and so much, uh, so much more. So growing the need for stronger user ID and passwords, while a more secure means of authentication is both necessary and imminent, as long as passwords remains a common method of authentication, password security is fundamental necessity. So how to secure passwords effectively? Do we need new ideas, new innovations and advances in technology that can bring us a promise of password security? Maybe so. To discuss one such new idea, technology innovation that is based on interception-proof authentication and encryption system and method that has won Cybersecurity Innovation Award in 2017 at International Cybersecurity and Intelligence Conference in Toronto, Canada, I am delighted to welcome the inventor, Mi Min Frank, to this roundup. Frank is the inventor of graphic access tabular entry, in short, referred to as GATE, innovation, and is based in the United States. Welcome, Frank. We are delighted to have you on this roundup. Thank you. Wonderful, Frank. So today, passwords are commonly used during a login process that controls access to protected operating system, irrespective of whether it's computers, mobile phones, cable TV, or to ATMs or any other you know means. So what is the state of user account creation, authentication and protection as we you know see today across nations? I think there is a problem and uh, I didn't realize this problem. It was uh, two years ago when I watched a PBS show called Rise of the Hackers. I'm not sure if uh, any viewers have seen this, but uh, it says, internet is becoming more and more uh, important in our daily life and there are a bunch of weaknesses and password is definitely a weakness so as a programmer for 20 years i'm a java developer uh, at the time when i watched the show i thought maybe i can come up with a solution to help solve this problem and that's why this uh, gate program was uh, invented and I got a patent last year. Now I'm trying to see if uh, there's any market for this. Great, great. So when we, when we look at uh, a typical digital user, irrespective of where they are located, irrespective of the geographical location, they have passwords for so many different purposes. They log into accounts and uh, uh, they access emails, they go to, they access databases or websites or, uh, social media accounts or uh, anything else or even their home security. So how does a password protection vary on different forms of computers? Because we have so many different forms of operating systems and computers. So is the password protection same, the format behind it, the uh, mechanism behind it, the uh, structure behind it, architecture, is it the same on different forms of computers and modes? 
Uh, I guess depending on the operating system and the implementation of different devices, different uh, uh, mobile phones, PCs. But the problem is they are probably they're just using the essential password system that has been in existence for thousands of years. Remember the story of uh, Alibaba and the 40 thieves, right? When Alibaba listened to the, uh, the head of the thief said, open sesame. That's how he intercepts the password. And we're still using the so, such so old mechanism, try to uh, log in, authenticate a user in our 21st century digital times. But this is outdated, definitely outdated. The hackers are using this uh, weakness to in intercept people's passwords and becoming more and more vulnerable. Yes, no, definitely. And there are more and more, you know, cyber crimes happening because of that outdated uh, uh, mechanism that we have for the password protection. But there is, uh, there are also authentication frameworks uh, that are there for uh, that defines the requirements for user authentication to all these digital services, including the requirements. So you you think that the authentication mechanisms are also, you know, outdated? Well, it tried to overcome some of the problems that exist, but uh, it cannot overcome all of them. And it's become much more become of a hassle. For me as a user myself, every three months, five months, you're required to change your password. And uh, there's a video for this, it's kind of a joke. Like you have to enter uppercase, okay, you're into the uppercase, and it says, no, lowercase also, okay, into the lowercase, no, numbers, okay, I enter the numbers, it says, okay, special characters. If I, after I enter the special characters, no, it's too short, it has to be eight characters. This and that, I'm just frustrated with this, and I believe most of the users are frustrated with this too. Yes, and I hear your frustration, and I agree with you that there is always uh, uh, so much challenge when we create password, and passwords, it's a, uh, it has not always been about words or characters and like you said, lowercase, uppercase and all that passwords, counter passwords or clicks or they have evolved over the years. And each, you know, organization, each entity, each operating system and each website or uh, where digital provider, they you have all different mechanisms for that. So today when an individual, irrespective of it, it could be you, it could be me, when we enter user ID and password, is that secured? Is there a state of privacy and security when we try to create our account or try to create our user ID or maybe create our password? Is that secured? Um, to me, it's not. Definitely, it's not. Maybe to some of the people in the organization, they're trying to enforce all those rules. It seems like they get a false uh, safety. Uh, they seem like it's, oh, okay. I get it more complicated. It's uh, becoming more hard to hack. Uh, it's secure, but it's not. Because if I have to remember multiple different rules of passwords, I have to generate different passwords. I don't remember all those. I have to write it down somewhere, OK? Uh, some people put it underneath the computer, put it underneath under the desk, or you save it in a file, OK? Once that file is stolen, everything's open. Yes, yes, that is very true. That is a big challenge. So. Um, isn't there a common practice? I mean, that those challenges you said are created by the users, but when we talk about the computer system, 
isn't that a common practice for the computer system to hide password as the user is trying to create the password? It doesn't get hidden when we are trying to create it? Well, you can do whatever on the server side to protect the password. You, you can encrypt it, hide it in the database, whatever. But the user as an average person, you know, people just behave the way they want to behave. They don't want to go through all those hassles. And most of people cannot remember all those rules for different passwords. For me, I just can't remember it. Like you have a bank account, like two or three different bank accounts, credit card accounts, utility accounts, email accounts. Okay. After all those, how can you remember like 14 different uh, passwords, different rules? I have to write it down somewhere. Yes, very good. Yeah, that is a challenge for uh, I think everyone across nations as they try to remember their passwords or try to create passwords and remember that for each and every different uh, uh, site or venue that they are using for the digital services. So, how do if you are talking about the uh, server side, how do passwords get verified over a network when we try to enter a password? If we create it, when then we are trying to use the same password next time when we try to access that website or atm or anything so how does the password get verified is that a secure format or is that uh, there are some vulnerabilities there yeah that's there's definitely a vulnerability and that's why the gate system try to overcome all those vulnerabilities and uh, we can talk about that later but now the problem is interception there are key loggers i have a video for this if you're interested um, it's from a movie TV series. People try to download a PDF file and you thought it's uh, some kind of instruction to uh, update your password or whatever. You click on it, okay? It installs a keylogger on your computer without you knowing it. And then when you type in your password, everything is recorded and instantly transferred to the hacker the other side. So when you log into any site, they can see instantly what you are typing. I see. I see. No, definitely. I'm sure our, a lot of our users, uh, our viewers and listeners, they would you know benefit by seeing that video. So if you can share the details with me, I will uh, definitely be happy to pass along to whoever is interested. But from your assessment, what are the problems, critical main problems that we are facing today with today's passwords and how to make them secure? Yes, definitely. The key point is interception. It's too obvious, just like the open sesame uh, story. When you say open sesame, the per person listening to it, it's like a hacker next to you peeking over your shoulder from your uh, mobile device or your um, PC or maybe an ATM machine. Or they can have a video surveillance camera zooming in, long distance zooming in. They can see your hand movement and they can figure out what your password is. I see. I see. That is definitely a very critical risk. Now, uh, if we are talking about uh, the overall IT industry, they have continued to operate under a system of password acceleration across multiple incompatible systems because not all the systems that we are witnessing right now or using right now, they are compatible to each other. Compatibility is a big problem. So what role do you think system incompatibility plays in password security? Well, I guess it's hard to see how passwords work on different systems with different required rules and uh, the compatibility could be an issue. But in order to um, work on all different systems, they have to have like minimum, uh, what do you call it, uh, denominator. So 
uh, it can work on all different systems. So there's some systems that's innovative, but limited to the capability of the system, of the operating system, hardware, software, so that cannot be implemented. Let's just say uh, fingerprinting is one uh, mechanism that you can authenticate a user. Uh, it has its faults. People can um, imitate fingerprints. I have another video for this. Uh, also, iris scanning. But those are very expensive uh, hardware, software you have to install. And uh, it is a, become a hassle uh, even to use it on a daily basis. Would you like a laser scanning your eyeball every few times a day? Um, to me, it's a hassle. And it's not secure either because it's a physical. Something physical, then it can be stolen. I see. No, I now, what different tools and technologies you see are available in the market for password authentication and security? Well, one thing is uh, quite popular nowadays is uh, it's called a password manager uh, because it realized people cannot re uh, remember all those passwords and the passwords needs to be complicated and long in order to avoid the hacking. So it intentionally generates very, very long passwords and it manages for you. So that means you do not know your password. You cannot remember it. The device or the program manages it for you. You log in using that device to log in and uh, it just uh, helps you to log into all different kinds of websites. But the vulnerability is what if this password manager is hacked? Then all your secrets are in the open. Yes, no, that, uh, that, that is a good information. Now, let's talk about your idea, innovation, that you have uh, about the graphic access tabular entry, in short, referred to as GATE. So how would you describe GATE? What is GATE? Yeah, that, that reminds me of two years ago when I watched the show, and the essential problem is it's too obvious. Let's say your password is one, two, three. So when you type it, first character is one, second character is two, third character is three, right? So that's the old way, which has been existed for thousands of years. And if a hacker or somebody is in the middle, try to intercept the traffic, you communicate to the server, then they intercepted the one, the two, and the three. So next time they can log in themselves. So the secret for me, I think, is to solve this problem is to mix the user pins, one, two, and three, with other symbols that could be potentially be a password. But you are mixing the user pins with other symbols and enter them as a group. Let's say the first pin is one, instead of entering just one, which is too obvious, I enter a one, X, question mark, and a dollar sign. As a group of the four symbols, enter for the first pin. And the second pin, the two is mixed with other symbols, could be a uh, B, character B, or char character uh, pound sign, or a question mark. So in order to avoid being obvious, I enter groups of symbols together. So when people intercept this, they don't know which one among those symbols is your user pin. That is very concept. But how, how do you enter a group of you know different symbols into one you know pin uh, the one you know because normally when you enter one thing it immediately moves to the other you know uh, area. For example, you know you have two 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 four different uh, numbers uh, or four different uh, areas where you can enter numbers. So how will you enter a group of number for one? Do yeah, we yeah, yeah. Know? 
So I came up this idea first to hide the user pane with other symbols. Then you need to solve the problem of how do you enter a group of symbols at one time instead of entering one at a time, right? So the step is to for the server to generate a bunch of buttons. Each button has a few symbols on it. When you click this button, a group of symbols enter them all at once. I see, I see your point. But for this to become a reality, everything would need to change. The way each and every website, each and every, I mean, operating system, how they access or allow the password uh, creation or password, how they enter or how it is transmitted, communicated, everything would need to change based on, you know, uh, the nature of, you know, the way we put together the different uh, symbols and uh, create the secured uh, password, uh, according to what you are saying. Uh, yes, it's a conceptual change. The old way is too simple, so we need a new way. But it seems like complicated, but when I see you an example, it becomes very simple. And uh, it's like a playing a game. People like playing games, right? War game. Uh, so if you think of this as a war game, it becomes interesting and it's simple to use. I can show you an example if you want. Sure, go ahead, please. Okay. Can you see this uh, uh, image of different uh, camcorders, fishing, wiretapping, and a peeking on the screen? Yes, I do. Okay. Let's compare the old one to the new one. Here's the old way of entering passwords. I type in my user ID and I type in my password. You see, the instant I type in my password, all of my passwords are intercepted by video camera, by phishing, by peeking and the wide tapping. Do you see those yes. passwords being displayed? Yes. So that's the weakness of the old way. And let's see, compared to the new way here, um, I enter user ID. And after I click enter, the server will pull up my passcode pass from the database and it mixes with other symbols and present it to the user. In the middle, you see a table of four by four, 16 tokens. Yes. yes. And now I enter my password here okay successful yes so, no, i see your point i see your yeah. point and also you see all those intercepted symbols the video camera the the phishing site won't work and the uh, Peaking, they intercept all the tokens. Let's see, I have four tokens down at the bottom, and there are 16 symbols in those four tokens. They are intercepted. Even though they are intercepted, can you tell what my password is? Yeah, yeah, I, I see. I mean, it is much more secure than the old way of uh, old password. But yeah. my, my, my concern is that this is definitely a new idea, new innovation, uh, Frank, and uh, uh, it, it could work based on, you know, the mechanism behind it. But there are so many different alternatives also being in the process, like, you know, Facebook, uh, I mean, the 
Apple has come up with this uh, face identity. So all, all you do need to do is, you know, they look at your face, visual features, and that's how, you know, you get the uh, access. Now, there are also other, you know, biometric means, you know, retina scan, and there are a lot of other different uh, options that are also in the uh, work right now. So how would your innovation compete with all those other innovations that are uh, in the way, on the way? Yes, good question. It's a very good question. Um, I remember I read an article about um, a week ago saying that uh, Apple iFace uh, recognition face ID is being broken because somebody used a mask. Um, it's pretty much like the person uh, you put on a mask and the, the coordinates, 3D coordinates became that person's uh, face feature and uh, it can fool the ID, face ID. Uh, also, fingerprinting, it could be stolen. I have a video clip if you're interested in eyeball for iris scanning could be stolen. If you watch those, you will know, okay, those are physical things, including the key fob, uh, RSA key fob, using a token, you enter a series of number each time you log in. What if when you go to sleep, somebody steal it? I can imagine James Bond or Tom Cruise, somebody like that, boyfriend, girlfriend situation. When you go to sleep, okay, it's stolen, everything, even the fingerprinting, and you know, they can just uh, use your fingerprint and put it on the on a, um, a, a recording machine and then record and steal it. Sure, no, your point that there are vulnerabilities in all of those different ideas and innovations and systems that are uh, you know being worked, but there is one which is called brain waves. Each of us, each individual, we have our own brain waves that can never be replicated, that can never be stolen, that can never be duplicated unless you know someone chops off our head, then also, you know, I don't know if we will have an effective, you know, brainwave uh, emerging that time. So nobody can steal the brainwave. How would, uh, I mean, we don't have the technology yet, but that idea is out there. The principle and the, you know, on which the innovation or the authentication model can be developed is out there. So how would that, I mean, there is definitely going to be competition. It's just not this brainwave. There are also, you know, a few other ideas and innovations that are in uh, in work. So what I mean to say is that it's not going to be like one system is going to be universal. Everywhere, you know, is going to work. Your system might work. It will work in uh, many different places. But there is serious competition emerging. You know, there are different ideas, innovations that are happening. So uh, I think you should keep that in mind and, you know, look into all those different ideas, innovations and see how your innovation and the system that you are developing, the gate system, how will it compete with all those different uh, ideas and innovations? Oh, definitely. Um, I do encourage uh, competition. That's good. So each different system can uh, shine in a different spotlight in different situations. Uh, you just mentioned the brainwave. It seems like a, it's another invention. I hope somebody can patent this and uh, bring this to the cybersecurity world so everybody can enjoy this. But I assume for brainwaves, you must need another device to detect it, right? Like a helmet or whatever machine. So you need particular specific hardware and also software associated with that to work in inside the system. Um, one advantage of the gate system that uh, I patented is not only human to machine authentication, it's also can be used as machine to machine authentication, like two people, 
two computers or try to authenticate each other, maybe a bank uh, to a, um, another financial institution, they can use this uh, token system to exchange a series of symbols, characters with the user pins hidden inside it. So even if the traffic is intercepted, nobody can tell very obviously what your user pin is. It's machine to machine. And also there's no specific hardware requirement. This uses the Unicode, which is implemented in all the operating system, uh, whether it's uh, Apple or Linux or Windows, it can work on all different systems. No, definitely. Very interesting. You're right. The added advantage is that machine to machine, you know, authentication would take place. So, with all these IoT systems and uh, other, you know, different uh, capabilities that we are developing, that would certainly be very helpful. So, what you have developed is definitely a very, very interesting new model for the authentication and the password protection security. All that would be a reality if we are able to uh, implement this. So, uh, what are your at what stage are you with your organization? You have this idea innovation, and you said it's a very young organization. You got this innovation award recently. Uh, what are the next steps for you? Uh, first of all, I met a few people uh, in the area of uh, cybersecurity, and uh, they also looked at it very closely and uh, they do recognize the value of this uh, for a, a more secure user authentication without any particular special hardware that you need to purchase or install. It's just a software, I write it in Java. Java is quite popular nowadays, but uh, it's just a, a language, doesn't matter. You can translate to PHP, to C, uh, if you like to for somebody who knows uh, different languages, uh, if they have a need, uh, it's not hard to implement in different languages and also different operating systems. So it's just a replacement for the old system. Uh, what I envision is to gradually, um, gradually uh, move this into the market. For people who are familiar with the old system and who don't want to uh, or don't need to have a higher security, they can still use the old system if they want to. But for more secure, top secu security uh, environments, they can use the gate system as an alternative. Sure, no, that's, that is very promising and that is the good vision that you have. Do you want to uh, shut off your screen share? What would you like to tell our, the decision makers, especially across nations who are viewing this or who would listen to uh, what we just talked about, your uh, idea and innovation? Well, it's like this. I've talked to quite a few people in cybersecurity. Uh, most people realize how important uh, user authentication is and how vulnerable it is right now. But they're also concerned about the new concept because this is a new way to enter passwords. Uh, the, some people were saying, oh, this is too complicated. The user may not um, get accustomed to this. Uh, there is a learning curve. But if you see it from other angle, the angle is if you keep doing the way you are doing and it's vulnerable and we hear people hacking into systems almost every week. Different large companies get uh, compromised, the data gets stolen, how passwords is vulnerable. Then you realize, okay, what's the trade-off? Is a little bit learning curve to use the new system 
um, um, more important or is the uh, password uh, hacking and the data gets stolen more important? So a little bit training, maybe five minutes for each user will be enough to learn this system. I can show you how uh, you can learn this and you can play with it for five minutes so let the user know how easy it is. Sure. Okay. Let me uh, share my screen again and I can talk to you through this. So here is the system. Let's say uh, create a user ID. So when user click here, see if it's available being used by somebody else. Uh, if it's already used, you can update. This is how you update your old password. Okay, here are all the symbols available to you to create your user pin as your passcode. Which ones? You can choose anything. Which one would you like to choose? Oh, yes. Yes, I, I'll give you a, a try of how the system works. So you can choose any symbol. Just look at it, see okay. which one is easy to use. You can choose any symbol. Okay, uh, let's choose a triangle. Okay, let's keep it short. Let's make a four of them. Uh, right now, I have the first one. What's the second one? Uh, you can use star. Star right here. Then you can use a smiley face. Okay. And then you can use... Uh, can you give me the screen back? Uh, okay, and you can use a heart. Heart, yes, that's good. Okay, let's remember. Triangle, star, smile, and heart. That's your passcode. Let's save this. It says replace your one. And we go to the login screen and type in admin. You see the screen in the right now it's empty because uh, the server needs to know your password in order to present you the token. That means phishing won't work. This definitely defeats phishing. Somebody tried to fish your password, it won't work. It needs to generate the tokens for you to choose. Yes, I see your point. That's that's very yes. that's very important for security and uh, privacy both. So I, I think uh, what you have developed is definitely very very interesting, and uh, it could work for okay. let's see. yeah. Security so and first one, let's, yeah. Let's enter your passcode one by one in the order of your pins. The first pin is a triangle. Second one is a star. Third one is a smiley face, and the last one is a heart. So, do you see a triangle here on the screen? Uh, I don't see anything on my screen. Last one. The last one. Yes. Okay, into this one. You can click on anywhere on the button. It will enter it as a group mixed with other symbols. And so, the second one, yeah, what's the question? Yes, no, I, I see your point that it, because it will enter as a group, the hackers would not know which particular symbol uh, to be used. So they will have to try many, many different combinations. Yeah, yeah. So let's go back and see what's your second one is a star. Is there a star on the screen? I don't see a star. Yeah, that's a security feature. You yes. know why? Because if all your pins appear on the screen every time. Then after a few interceptions, they can figure out, oh, okay, the first one always has a triangle. So they will know, okay, your first pin must be a triangle because first time it's a triangle with 15, with D. Second time it's triangle with uh, two, with X. I and see. third time it's a triangle. So, 
So the feature is. So what you mean is that there will they will generate random, you know, different symbols with that exact symbol. So it won't be the same combination of group every time. Is that? Yeah, correct? it will be different combination. Yes. I see. Very interesting. Very interesting. And also, also some of the user pins could be missing. This is a very important concept. If yes. a pin is missing, then you must choose any symbol in place of that pin. Let's just choose this one as a placeholder. So the second pin, we enter the random wildcard. And the third pin is a smiley face. Let's see. Is there a smiley face here? Yeah. Right here. Right. If it appears, then you have to choose that. And what's the last one? Let's see. The last one is a heart. Is a heart here? I don't see the heart. Yeah. So you can choose anyone. Which one would you like to choose? Uh, you can uh, choose the letter S. Letter S. Let's see. Where is the letter S? I don't see that on my screen. But you, I mean, it just anything. Yeah, I can choose anything, right? Yeah. So now try to log in. Successful. Yes. You know, on the server side, it checks every token. Go through the user pin in order, in that order. First one is a triangle. Is see okay? Is there a triangle on the screen? If there is, then you have to choose that. Otherwise, it will be error. Let's just assume you didn't choose the triangle. You choose something else. You choose this one. And then you try to log in. Failed. Why? Because the triangle is there. Then you have to choose the triangle. To right. When we, yeah. when we have these blockchain-based systems, would it work there, this authentication system? Uh, what's your question? Blockchain-based system. Would it be effective uh, there, this system that we are developing? Definitely. Uh, if the user needs to log in, you can use this to replace the old password system and uh, just to work whatever blockchain, uh, the, the, the logic behind the blockchain still works. I see. I see. Very, very interesting. So, Frank, I, I, I definitely think you are on the right path. It's a very interesting idea and uh, much needed innovation that we need for the uh, security, especially the password, because it's not just about our individual password that gets compromised. Once the vulnerability is there and the hackers are able to get in, they, the overall, the entire system or any all the affiliated associated networks, everything is vulnerable because of the password vulnerability and security breach. So we need a system like this. So thank you so much, Frank, for participating in Risk Roundup today. And we appreciate your thoughtful insight on password security and the need for innovation like yours, the gate, what you have developed. So I hope that you are able to take this to the next step. And our global viewers and listeners who are listening and watching today would benefit tremendously from the information you provided about the gate and the benefits and the security uh, that it brings to the password uh, and especially the security that it brings to the entire system. So thank you so much for participating in this roundup today. Uh, it was my pleasure and honor to have a presence on your website uh, for this interview. And I think the strength of cybersecurity concerns all of us. And the weakest link is the problem. Uh, you can have very strong links somewhere, but only one link can be broken. If that link is broken, everybody is uh, you know, affected. And I do hope this can uh, benefit 
all of us in the years to come. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's the hope that we all share. And amidst rising number of connected devices, the explosive growth of password is leading to complex threats to digital security. And since password security brings complex security challenges, we certainly need a different approach to login credentials and communications. Risk groups, cybersecurity, geosecurity, and space security risk research centers are created for this very reason to identify, evaluate, and manage the risk facing NGIO in CGS. That means nations, its government, industries, organizations, and academia in cyberspace, geospace, and space. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace, they walk together hand in hand. Though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict, risk management is related to management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict. It is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two. All three concepts fit into each other. We believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secure for everyone across nations. Tradition becomes our security, so if we build a culture of managing risk effectively, it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risks together. For more information on the Risk Roundups, to watch the Risk Roundup webcast or hear the Risk Roundup podcast, please go to riskgroupllc.com and do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayashree, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.